The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey. I'm here with Sondra Bernstein, and we have some really special guests today. I mean, this is a big treat. So, Sondra, number one, how you doing? F. I G. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a figgy day. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. We are at the food show. Um, the winter, the winter fancy fancy food, food show. show. Um, and it has been incredible talking to so many great people and. Who we have right now is Gary Jew and Linda Kane from the Valley Fig Growers Orchard Choice. And can I say Orchard Choice? You could yeah. certainly say Orchard yeah, Choice. Yeah, Orchard Orchard. <laughs> can you say it five times really fast? <laughs> no, I, I couldn't right now. But um, Valley Fig Growers, um, just to little my background, which is so minor compared to all the things we're going to talk about, but we only use Valley Fig Growers figs when I first met you. So since the time I first met you guys, 25 have, years ago, maybe, um, at least, at least 19, 18 or nine. Is that possible? It could be. No, oh, that's right. It is so. yes. right after, cause your restaurant just had its right. anniversary. We opened that's in right. 97 yeah. and, um, that's the only fig that we will use. And, um, there is no doubt I've tasted many, 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 many figs. Um, and honestly, there's, I just can't find a fig that has the best quality, the quality, um, and the freshness and whatever. So it's been incredible. I think we met on, um, at a food show, probably. I think Mike Amy went to your restaurant. Oh yes, yes. That is exactly how. Former president. Former president. That's right. And then um, we came and we visited you in Fresno, and that was fabulous. We got to see how things happen. And um, you've certainly been so wonderful with us as we've developed our products and supplied us with figs. And I mean, our fig salad is our second, the burger is actually the number one item, the fig salad is the second item. And yeah, we go through a good amount of figs for oh, we Thank us. you for that, yes. Sandra. <laughs> you are very welcome. Yeah. Um, so anyway, why? I, tell us about Valley Fig Growers because it's different. It's not just your basic uh, farm operation. Well, let's. I, I'd also like to go back to when we used to do events at the Culinary Institute of America and you and John came and yes. helped us uh, work with... World of Flavors. World of Flavors, exactly. Yes. And I still remember the Fig Time Crisp that was such a winner. We had people coming back to our booth time and time and time, time again. And no pun intended. <laughs> uh, and we still make ribs. that. And we still short... And we still make the short ribs, yeah, Fig yeah, Braves short ribs. That was a, yeah, yeah. a winner for ribs. us. Yeah. Short ribs were yeah. really good. And we loved... Um, you guys were kind enough to let us... Um, in your booth before we decided to rent our own booth and that was awesome I think we did it once or twice and then never did it again <laughs> um, but, but a long, a long rich but, history on both of our sides and, and very and, nice friendship and, and, yes yeah. and Valley Fig Growers uh, founded in 1959 and Gary is our current president and I'll let him talk a little bit about all the co-op and how all that comes together for us okay 1959 that was a year before I was born yeah, Good. that's incredible. 
Well, we're a farmer-owned grower cooperative, which means the farmers who grow our inventory are our owners. So they're the principals of the company. Myself, Linda, and our staff work at their pleasure. Oh. So. <laughs> Hopefully it's pleasure. Well, well, it has been. Our, our chairman was I just mean, here, and he had a blast. Oh, he perfect. loves walking the show. He so got, Linda's been with us for 24 <laughs> wow. years now, right? I know. Wow. And I'm going on 42 years. That is unbelievable. So, so it's well, been good. Well, you were definitely due to be president. I mean, no, with that not, many years, I don't no, know. You really? Can't say that. It no. only it, it takes a skill and a tenure to be able to <laughs> <laughs> to really wrangle the job of president for Valley Fig Growers. <laughs> There's a That's lot of awesome. a lot of uh, but Gary's nickname is Mr. Fig, so you could ask him fig. any fig question, and he's oh, uh, he's really it. stumped. Brian, that's you today. What, Mr. It, Fig? No, asking, <laughs> trying to stump Mr. Fig. Well, I want to know, not having come from your history is valley fig growers what what valley are we talking about and how did this all start it's the san joaquin valley in central california okay. which is our agricultural belt in california so how this all started is it's not like these farmers in 1959 were brand new to the industry not at all uh, they had farmed for many years before this time but like any cooperative that forms, what happens is there's a group of farmers who decide they no longer have a desire to sell their fruit, food, whatever they grow, independently to others' companies. So they want to have more control over the destiny of what's going to happen with their fruit. So they'll form an alliance with each other and form a cooperative. So in this cooperative, they all have ownership because they invest money and product into the company. So as far as how co-ops are structured, once that all starts, then as each year goes by, they keep what we call retains. Retains are part of the grower's money, and that's what we operate off of. We still borrow money from banks. That doesn't exclude us from that. But that's their investment in the company. So they have a vested interest now. So when we're working with our board of directors and our members, they have to keep in mind what's best for them and the other members that elect them to that office to get the best outcome and return on their investment from what we do for them. So our responsibility would be to, uh, their responsibility is to grow the product and harvest the product. Our responsibility from there is to receive their product process, pack, market, and sell their products. Mm -hmm. The desire is that we are able to, and we've demonstrated this in our history, is to provide them with a return or payment for their product for more than what an independent company would pay them for their product. Right. And to also provide direction for where they want to go with their product. And what, what is the history of figs in California? I'm assuming it's not an indigenous uh, tree to northern, um, uh, to, the, to North America. You are 100% correct on okay. that. They're not indigenous, much like a lot of other crops grown in the San Joaquin yeah. Valley. Uh, figs, <clears throat> excuse me, in general are from Turkey and the Mediterranean regions. Uh, that's where all of our fruit comes from, all of our trees and plantings come from. 
Those came to us in the um, early 1800s um, as cuttings. Um, and was it actually people coming from the Middle East that were bringing these things? No, no. There, I, and I don't know the exact history. But oh, we're there stumping. Was a desire. Stump. Oh, ding. Well, okay, ding, ding. Love a, tag team, Gary, tag team. <laughs> so the uh, the mission fig. Whatever. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't finish that one. <laughs> what? What? I got gong before I had an opportunity here. <laughs> you got the gong. <laughs> we do need a gong. <laughs> one of the varieties that we sell, one of the best-selling varieties that we sell at our company, and that sell well in the U.S. are mission figs, and those were originally planted by the mission fathers as they went up and down the California coast they would plant trees and then on their return trip they would have food because the trees would uh, mature and then there would be fruit available for them to pick and originally those came from Mexico but by way of Spain so when the conquerors came they the Spanish came they planted uh, fig trees in Mexico and then those were migrated up to uh, northern California all the way up and down the California coast and the other variety that we have is a golden fig, which, um, as Gary mentioned, did come from Turkey originally. And there's, I don't know, the rumor is uh, when we were working with Marie Simmons, who wrote Fig Heaven, the cookbook, she said there are, I believe, like 1,500 varieties of figs throughout the world. So they're on every wow. continent except Antarctica. Wow. Wow. And if you remember the story in the Bible, the fig leaf, Adam and Eve. Yes. So we go back, we go back a few decades. Yeah, yeah. before the apple. <laughs> yes. And at that point in California, so you're, the missionaries are planting figs, what exactly are they doing? Are they just eating it basically off of the tree, or is it one of those things that they're using and cooking as well? No, initially, I, they were just eating them right off the tree. It was just tree. a fruit, yeah, fruit just, to eat. They just were just fruit. Yeah. snacking. They were feeding yep. them. Yeah. Like they were lying on lounges being fanned. Oh, here we <laughs> go. The peeled, after the peeled grape, you <laughs> exactly, get a fake. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, when you say process, I mean, they're not overly processed, but what does that entail? Processing really is just washing the fruit, hydrating the fruit, and sorting out any blemished fruits. That's all it entails. It's nothing right. anyone you don't do anything can't do else. at home, per right. se. Right. It's just that. Uh, for dried figs, when they're harvested, they're harvested at a very low moisture, and we do that for keeping quality, for storing, so to keep bacteria growth in right. particular. So they're harvested at a very low moisture and low water activity to avoid that bacterial growth so right. the fruit won't sour or ferment. So uh, dry farm trees, or is there any, irrig for any irrigation out there? There is irrigation. In mm -hmm. the old days, uh, figs... When they were grown in the immediate Fresno area, it was all flood irrigated oh. on flatlands. Mm -hmm. Then uh, that transitioned into the, roughly the 70s up into the lower foothill areas, and those properties are now drip irrigated. Uh, flood irrigating, uh, not only from the standpoint of use of water, but also just because of the geography, is no longer viable. Right. So everything is drip irrigated now. Mm -hmm. So... And then basically you bring, the, uh, what I remember, if this is right, is that the farmers bring them in and then you basically rate them to from size and quality? That's correct. And they're all organic? No. So no. some are and some aren't. Right. A bulk majority of our inventory is not organic. Okay. Um, as far as organic certified. Right. Figs, for the most part, 
just by normal cultural practices can just about be organic just due to the limited inputs, agrochemical right. inputs that we're allowed to use on figs. Mm -hmm. uh, over the years, uh, the amount of agrochemicals has shrunk just due to the cost of re-registration of a lot of the agrochemicals. Interesting. So because the acreage of figs has shrunk over the last 20 years, that's reduced the viability of selling for profit to make money on agrochemicals. Mm -hmm. So the manufacturers have cut it back on re-registration. So just by that reason, we've been losing agrochemicals. So we're pretty close to organic, mm -hmm. um, pretty much except, you know, we use Roundup sometimes or some other herbicides -uh. for weeds, weed control. You weed do? Weed control. Oh, controversy. But that's weed control in the fields. Okay. And are figs pollinated by bees? One specific variety is, which is a Calamerna, the Smyrna variety fig. Uh -huh. It's pollinated by a Blastophica wasp, which is unique for that variety because you have a male and female tree. So you don't have enough time. I don't think we're going to a business. No, but I, but I love that he started to go down that road. Yeah. You can check out our website. We have a YouTube video where it goes into some explanation of Wait, there's that. like some mating of the wasps? No, 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 it's not. Wait, I thought this was the G-rated show. What yeah, is it? Right. No, uh-uh. You know, actually in 1970, National Geographic did an article on the uh, caprification pollination of figs mm -hmm. with the blastophica wasp that you're referring to it was about a four or six page article wow on that i don't know sandra did, did we ever give i think we gave that to you at one time didn't we i'm sure i'm sure it's a reprint yeah from national geographic oh actually i don't know if i have that but i definitely know <clears throat> of the whole thing yeah. and you know, there are some terrible things on YouTube. Oh. You know, people keep putting up the fig and, um, you know, that every fig is, you know, pollinated. And it's just a lot of misinformation out there. There's a very small amount of figs Commercial. today commercially grown that are pollinated with the Blastophica wasp that requires right. this male-female tree situation bulk majority of the figs are actually self-pollinating varieties so right. the blastophica wasp has no involvement whatsoever right. in the pollinating or caprification of those and, varieties and, you know, it's a little protein anyway <laughs> well and also these are we're talking california figs specifically so right. there are many other countries that grow figs and many of them still use the pollinization process but for california figs it's maybe what two percent of the figs that are grown if that yeah. right well, so it's a teeny small. tiny little amount but you're right there are a lot of uh youtube videos and comments about yeah. that but honestly that the eye and the fig is mostly doesn't enable anything to right. crawl into it so <laughs> right. yeah so it's a limited opportunity yeah. for that yeah. to happen it's just someone probably in the prune in the prune business did that. <laughs> or the date business, well, probably date started business. <laughs> but, but some of it could have dated back to or just familiarization with these people who are writing about it that are only familiar with turkish smyrna variety right. figs which are all pollinated, pollinated by blastophica wasp because mm -hmm. that variety requires that so if they're doing their research on figs and they're reading about turkish figs which has a longer history than we do right. in growing figs then that's what they would know so that's what they would write about and use and use right. that as a generalization for all figs mm -hmm. well i would I'm sorry. I would also say that um, the fig farmers must be very, very grateful to you because 
you know, certainly there, the food trends change every single year. I know that when I started looking for fig things, there was next to nothing on the market that had figs. It was very little. You could find a fig balsamic. Um, you could find, you know, a package fig of figs, a fig newton, not even like an artisan fig newton. There just wasn't very much. And so I think over the years, um, it is a co-op like yours that is directing the sales and encouraging them to keep farming and because there's figs in a whole lot more products now like many and that has to be because of you guys well we were also the flavor of the year last year we were one of the know. top flavor houses so that was really a feather in our it cap it was also, amazing so and then we had helps. it was the color of the year i think the year before right. that yeah, or yeah. so. It was purple, awesome. Well, I'd like to see the microphone covers are also purple, so yes. nicely coordinated with <laughs> yeah. our <laughs> with our fig theme that enjoys that purple theme. Uh huh. We but, do that. We change them just for you today. You know, even here at this venue, I don't know if you noticed on the escalators down. Oh yeah, to the I show took, floor. Oh, there's I took a banner of across the top. Yeah, that gorgeous. shows fresh figs yeah, out on the floor over yeah. in the uh, north hall. Yeah. There's uh, one of the aisle banners. The number yep. banners has that same photo of fresh figs. I mean, I is... took all of these pictures yesterday of oh, the nice. figs in the wall. I'm like, oh, I was like, I wonder if I'm now the photographer of these figs or do I need to get the photographer <laughs> that actually took the picture oh, that I took right, the picture right. of? I don't know. This is art, I right. think. Um, well, but it's true. It You know, the few, last few years, the popularity has really grown. You know, and a lot of it is that growth that you're seeing is from this event here at Absolutely. the Specialty Food Show because there's a lot of smaller companies here that are willing to engage in new products much like yourself when you started right. uh, and they introduce a new product then pretty soon other people see it and they say oh that's something good we want to do that too right and it's expanded from dippers to jam spreads tapenades uh, various bars, vinegars, jerkies, bars, yeah. ice creams, gelatos. Um, it's yeah. Your fig. I still talk mm. about your fig and port gelato uh, that delicious. you had. That was so good. We still yeah, make it every yeah, all the time. Yeah. And, and I think uh, it's good. people like you and the other restaurateurs that are out there that really help drive the interest in our products as well. That yeah. you recognize that it's an opportunity and it's a historic, ancient product, but also it's a fantastic oh. nutritional profile. Right. It goes well in so many dishes and. We've yeah, our fig, our fig martini, our fig kiss. I can't Lady tell Gaga you how drink. many dried figs I have handled in my time as, <laughs> at one point, I guess the bar manager at the Girl in the Fig. So I would make the fig vodka. Oh, and, really? And it was a popular drink, the fig fashion, and then we'd yeah. also do other, other cocktails as well. But um, yeah, I mean, that was two or three times a week where I had to get out the figs and um, make the fig liquor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that smell. And then your hands are all sticky. <laughs> <laughs> you just lick your fingers, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, I mean, in the, the profile, it really is. It really allows itself for different spices and different herbs and, um, you know, different texture, which I think what it makes it so versatile um, and certainly fun. I mean, I know that the name came for before for us came before the fig, but the fig now holds its own. Wait, say that again? What do you <laughs> <laughs> so the, the restaurant was called The Girl and the Fig before 
we were like every you know fig crazy yeah yeah but it it was things like that that really helped kick it off when you you, and then you become a source of legitimacy and authenticity for our products and and it it really helps it does yeah Yeah. Yeah. it just builds on each other and our our household penetration for figs hovers around three or four percent where the raisins are like 55 to 60 percent or so so there's a lot of upward potential no no we think of it as an opportunity there's a lot of upward uh, potential for us as people recognize and try we have people who come to the booth and they rave about the product thing yeah say, oh my god my mother yeah this or everybody everyone has a story everybody has a grandmother with a fig tree in the backyard also (laughs) what they do to it in winter and the whole it's that makes it pretty special it does yeah it's 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 a really, uh, it's a fruit that's embraced by a lot of people. And yeah, it, but you know, two, three percent or two percent. What do you see? I mean, there's less farmers, there's less fig farmers, and the fig inventory, I imagine, is shrinking to some degree. It has shrunk by about fifty percent in the last thirty. 40 years now. Yeah, and so how can you even like really market that product? I guess people switch it in, switch it out. Well, we're actually seeing our growers are planting more trees. Oh, so we are yay. seeing some expansion oh, again. That's so great. they recognize that there's opportunity. And most of our growers don't just do, they do figs and almonds and pistachios. pistachios. So they're diversified in, the in citrus. So it's not like they're only fig growers. They also have a number of other crops that they work right. with. But a lot of them are just as dedicated. We've got the French, the Armenian, the Italians. So it resonates with a lot of different cultural groups, mm-hmm. and a lot of those folks, even if they're not making buckets of money on it, um, they're making enough to to keep it on the ground, and, and they really like the heritage that it brings. Yeah, it's it's really fun. And wonder, is the fig... Go ahead, Brian. Sorry, I'm wondering where most of the figs go. So after they've been processed, is it to restaurants? Is it to people making products with them? Is it to... You said only you know 2% of homes, so I'm assuming it's not to... Um, you know, it's not to... The, us um, as a consumer, but where are they all going? Well, about 35% of the inventory is sold as whole figs, which mm-hmm. would go into like uh, retail products that are on the grocery shelves, mm-hmm. or as uh, bulk whole figs that goes to companies that would maybe repackage under their own label that you would find in a retail store, right. or sold as loose bulk. That people go to the store and buy like whole loose, foods, like the exactly. bulk section, right? Then the uh, remaining sixty-five would be used as ingredient product. So ingredient product could be a multitude of products, whether it's uh, ground figs in the paste that we have a multitude of textures for. Um, it could be made into concentrate, which is just a liquid water extract of it. So it's a pourable product. Um, it could be diced, chopped, sliced, uh, extruded. It could be colored. It could be flavored. Uh, You'll see products out on the retail shelf that have our dried fig products in there that you wouldn't know was a dried fig unless you read the ingredient deck. So there's a multitude of products like that out there. Um, Obviously, fig bars, fig newtons, you know, that for the longest time was the banner product Mm -hmm. for use of fig paste. Yeah. but we've ventured away from that, not totally, but away into right. other products. Uh, we've been in and out of uh, 
Greek style yogurts here in the last uh, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura Chanel did a goat, a fig yeah. goat yeah. cheese. Do yeah, they you'll still see do it? Trader Joe's has a fig goat cheese. Um, Then uh, hot cereals, these instant oatmeal. Starbucks, uh, you're familiar with their fruit and nut instant oatmeal? No, No. but it has figs in that. Wow. That's the fruit. And people yeah. love that because it, it does have, I don't even know how to describe it. It's got like a high sugar. Uh, well, no, it's high fiber, but also a, it's a sweetness good, to it. Right. And when you were talking about apples and raisins and prunes, is that is that Fig's main competitor out in the market for snack food? Well, for sure, a stomach, if, if a consumer wants to have a dried fruit, then certainly prunes and raisins and cranberries are would be the hmm. big competitors. Uh, but we think our product is more versatile for and applicable for cooking and applications, everything from salads to desserts to entrees. Uh, it, there's, if you did a Venn diagram, you would find probably a 40% overlap between snacking, cooking, and there's a lot of people that both snack with them as well as cook with them. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with um, dates in the refrigerator on the door, but the, the same thing would always happen. They were Whoever would open them up, you'd probably eat six or seven of them. They'd be, uh, this is before we had Ziploc bags or saran wrap (laughs) or anything. You just stuck them back in the refrigerator and then eventually they'd sort of dry out a little bit and get a little weird. I noticed that the prunes now are coming out with those individually packed. Have you seen those Mm -hmm. ones? Which I thought was, you know what? They're, they're filling a need. I think for people because of that exact reason where they say, you know what? We don't want to buy a whole box that we're not sure we're going to eat them all. So now they've, just got them individually, oh, which so I mean, I can only packaging. imagine the nightmare of packaging um, involved in that. Well, um, we also have a yeah. two ounce bag that's perfect for sampling. So oh, you yeah. stick right. it in your purse, in yeah. your lunchbox. It's great. It, it is the nutritionally, it's just hard to beat. It's more fiber than prunes, more calcium than milk, and more potassium than bananas. So those are facts that we like to. Why don't people know that? Well, that's why we're that's here. Why, that's yeah. why we're here, Ryan. Thank <laughs> you for I asking. Mean, that's, that's we're doing a two hour show today, right? That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called money, Brian. It takes a lot of money to do that. Yeah, we're but it very is, small. And that's why we yeah. do these type so. of events. And I mean, we love doing the, the podcast, but also doing the fancy food yeah. show and the natural products expos. Do you because do the, we do. Do the, you do the expo? We do yeah. the expo west on, on uh, in Anaheim. Uh, do we you do better at one or the other? Uh, it's kind of a probably pretty equal mix because we do a lot of energy bar work in that arena and other products like that and we we fit in pretty easily in that natural products venue right so that works out fairly well for Mm us yeah that that show's grown immensely in the last i've never gone to that 20 years yeah 20 25 years that shows just more and more it's huge yeah you know benefits of another way to sell product that's what i noticed you know in my brief time walking around there on the floor it seemed like a large (laughs) a a large percentage of the the people that are up there it's some sort of health benefit is what they're kind of pushing with their products that seemed seemed to be kind of like a theme it definitely yeah to fill the need yeah and there's a lot of perceived needs out there whether it's uh, gluten-free or looking for probiotics there's uh, there's and that's one of the things that's so nice about figs is that they just nutritionally they're really difficult to beat it's one of the highest nutritional uh, panels out there for a a dried fruit product no sugar addict we're currently the most nutrient dense food known to man 
And yes, people always see? think we add sugar to them too, and we right. don't. We right. don't yeah. add sugar picked, to anything. I so. picked no. the right fruit. Yeah, so, Brian, yeah. going back the to your comment. The girl in the prune just doesn't yeah. sound no, the same, not does it? at all. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in addition to that two-ounce bag, we have a four-ounce bag on the four retail shelf. Bag. So that's, you know, mm -hmm. not too big. But uh, as far as storing your figs when you get them at home, yeah, definitely. It's best if you can put them in like an airtight container and refrigerate mm -hmm. them. But even better than that, you could throw them in the freezer. Right. And because of the high sugar mm -hmm. content of dried fruit and figs, they won't freeze hard like an ice cube. Mm -hmm. They'll freeze firm. And so you could just take them right out of the freezer and eat them. You don't have to thaw them out. Right. They'll just be a wow. little firm. And if it's dealing with fresh figs, Sandra, mm -hmm. you know, you could take those and throw those in the freezer and you have a little fig sickle when you eat them. So it's right. like a little yeah. icy yeah. thing. And again, it doesn't freeze solid because of the sugar solids. It'll freeze firm, but not like an ice cube. Yeah, wow. So cool. you can just bite right into it, right out of the freezer. Mm -hmm. Now, Fig Fest. Is Fig Fest still happening? Not kind of, sort of? Unfortunately not. No. no. It's, well, we it, do a yeah. grower, a dinner now. So okay. it, it's replaced right. the, big, uh, the big event. The big event. Well, that, I mean, that was, it was a fun event. We came a couple times and... Um, you know, it was like an event that was all about figs, which yeah, was just was really fun. Equivalent to the Gilroy Garlic Festival. But exactly. Fig Fest, that's, yeah, exactly. a slightly smaller scale. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was very fun. But now there's just a grower. Is it Fig Feast? Fig so, Feast. Uh, oh, the Fig yeah, Feast. So we, there's a local restaurant selected, mm -hmm. and there's usually 75 to 100 uh, people that show mm -hmm. up for the dinner. Wow, so that's great. It, it's more of a celebration yeah, and of the, the growers. And the growers, their family. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. So the appetizer, everything from the appetizer, the to entree, the sides, yeah. and dessert has figs in it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. The, um, we obviously, like, you know, weren't interested in all things figs, we have started taking our neighborhood's fresh figs in when they come in season. So people can come down to the back door of the restaurant with their fresh figs and we'll take, we'll weigh them, take the ones in good condition and give them the market, like what we would have to pay our purveyor. And so they become, you know, it's really Sonoma figs on our menu. And we don't always know the varietal because people don't always know what kind of tree they had. We know the <laughs> obvious ones. And um, they, get the, they get it in trade on a gift card, so they get to come and eat. We brought in 1,900 pounds of figs this year. That's amazing. Amazing. You're creating your own special market Our up in Sonoma. Our own special <laughs> market. And... Uh, we bought figs, too. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind. That was not enough for us to get through the season with the fig salad. But, um, oh my gosh. yeah, that's beautiful. Ryan is showing us pictures of figs right now that you can't I see. I loved it. And there was one guy especially that would come in. And maybe you know who I'm talking about. He's an older gentleman. And yeah. he, um, some people, you know, would bring them, just bring the figs in in paper bags. And for them, it was just something that fell off of their tree. But for a lot of people, it was a really special thing for them. And I remember this one guy, would he had a basket, and he would line it with really nice um, linen. Mm -hmm. And then he would put all the figs with uh, stems up, stems up yeah. and, so to, and presented them that way when he would come. He was so proud of his figs. 
They do. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're really polarizing, and they're really they resonate with so many people that they remember their grandmother doing something yeah. with it. Uh, a recipe, and I correct me if I'm wrong on the name on this, a cucciatati, an Italian oh, I don't fig even cookie. Know that. And we had we uh, did this over the Christmas holidays on our social media site, and we had so many people that like, oh, my grandmother made that, and my, and it just really resonates with people that it uh, it triggers a nostalgia and a, a sense of home and yeah. belonging and That's love. Really and cool. it's, it is so we're now doing some more directional um, for the very traditional cookies or main dishes from Persia or from the Jewish uh, heritage that people that I just think really, that's great it is and yeah, it really hits home with a lot of people yeah. Yeah. Well, I told Sandra I grew up not eating junk food my parents didn't really allow us to have sugar and so my treat was when we would go to cater farms which um, used to be this chicken ranch out in Petaluma, and they we were allowed to get a Fig Newton bar out of the little glass things with the lids on it, you know, mm-hmm. and that was sort of our our little treat for the week was our Fig Newton bar, and they were whole wheat. I mean, these aren't the these right. aren't the ones that you're getting now <laughs> in the store, you know, those uh, those other ones. That, I mean, so it was dense and yeah. um, but sweet Chewy. and good. I mean, it still have great memory. And this one, I was six, seven years old. Yeah. yeah. You should try the fig and thyme recipe that Sandra has oh, available. Oh, you had a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that bar is, that just knocks our socks no, off every time amazing. we have it. And it really it is. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah, we definitely keep making that. But uh, so figs are here to stay, right? I mean, just gonna, they're going to keep growing them, planting them, harvesting them. Yeah, we've, you know, in the last 10 years, we've had a little bit of a struggle uh, keeping up with the nut pricing right. in the industry, and we've lost some acreage, but I think we've, we've last year we bottomed out. Oh, um, and as Linda pointed out, there's some new plantings, new transitions by grafting over mm-hmm. uh, with trees to enhance getting more figs. So we'll per see, tree. we'll see growth, more growth in the next several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everything is cyclical. You know, so oh, we've been through many cycles, yeah. Sandra, of ups and downs. You know, yeah. if you think about us, you know, you say we're, we're coming into our own now. Well, geez, you know, we've been around right before for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so how many of these, you know, ups and downs have we That's been just through? That's the way and life we, is. And hopefully, you know, and I know for a fact we haven't been just on this up cycle now since before Christ. Otherwise, how would we have existed this <laughs> exactly, long? Exactly, that's right. So, you know, it's it's cyclical. We go through it these is. ups and downs. Yeah. And it's like a roller coaster. It is. So it's just, you know, when do you get on? When do you get off? Right. But we're on it. We're on it for the long haul. So we'll be here for you. Thank We've you. Got, yeah, I would really appreciate that. Yeah. And on our grower base right now, they, they know that same thing. Yeah. They're now... With where we're at, they're in it for the long haul. Yeah, uh, they've seen that we've been able to endure. Yeah, they've well, seen, and you bring them business. Uh, you know, our competition uh, against nuts you know, for land. Right. Uh, that we've been able to now hold our own with them. But don't so, nuts use so much more water? Don't they? That's what I was in curious general, about. In general, that that's true. So now, here coming in the next several years, as water becomes tighter, exactly, and there's some new proposals on and the legislation's working on on limiting the amount of water that uh, is can be used to irrigate crops on. That may have a huge impact against other commodities, right? Whereby figs are very water thrifty, so. Hmm. 
That at the end of the helpful. day, maybe we'll prevail in that arena yeah. for that reason. <laughs> yeah, because well, you can imagine like their history. Well, it's like how David beat Goliath, right? You know? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about biblical. <laughs> so you, you do and, and, know this, when you talked about that, you know, figs now have been found to be the oldest cultivated food known to man. And some carbon carbon dating work that was wow. done about um, beating out quince oh, ten yeah, 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 like yeah. ten years ago I think is when that yeah uh, I was remember found. that yeah huh. yeah and, which and is there's some really cool things and we always have these factoids that people come up to us and talk to us about at the booth and somebody came up and said do you know what the most frequently mentioned food is in the Bible. I said, well, since you're here at our booth, I'm <laughs> guessing it's probably fake. <laughs> and they, like, and I said, how would you know that? <laughs> and they said they used some sort of uh, uh, counting device or Google or something uh-huh. that counted uh, whatever the words were. But oh, yeah, that's, more that's one of the amazing. seven foods of the Bible. So well, it, it does have sure. a very long, wow. rich history. Yeah. With So have you Googled that and asked, or asked Siri? No, Maybe ask Siri yeah. and said, hey, Siri. <laughs> How many but times it's, it's also the, in the Bible? The, no, well, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. <laughs> and tryptophan. It's the only fruit known to have tryptophan in it. So if you can't sleep and uh, you're having a tough oh. time getting to bed, you pop a couple figs and, and have a turkey sandwich. And, yeah, <laughs> figs and turkey. Or we do that. Grilled cheese and figs. And yeah, fig, yeah oh, grilled cheese with a fig spread. Ooh, that's I know. Tasty. Oh, brie yeah. yeah. cheese yeah. with the yeah. figs. Oh, or oh, nice oh, I'm so yeah, hungry. I am. You should have taken a lunch break today. We should have. We tried. All you had to do, Brian, just text us before we came up and said, hey, bring food. Anything. And put in your order, and we might have been able to find it for you and bring it up here to you. That's funny. We're going to just be martyrs. (laughs) Well, it's very exciting. I would like to, um, we're going to come out, probably try and do a couple new products in the next couple years. We're thinking about rebranding all of our jars and time you know it's been since 1999 um our same packaging but i would love to do some kind of a fig bar i think the thing that wow the thing that i've heard is that or the thing that i've learned you know people buy a jar of jam and it can be in your fridge for six months you know you have it you don't have it every day but if you eat chocolate fig bar you know you eat it and it's gone And if you have a bag of chips, you know, or if you have a four ounce thing of figs, you know, it's comes and goes. And so, and then you buy another one and then you You buy buy another another one. one. And that's like, you may not sell that second jar of jam in six months. Now I'm not saying that our jam isn't so delicious that people want to eat it all, but it's just, you generally have three, four five different kinds of jam Mm -hmm. and you alternate and you switch it up. But and it's smaller. You have a smaller packaging. It's not like some of those. I mean, it's not like when people are shopping at Costco and getting that huge <laughs> jar of jelly. Right. That's Two pound jar. <laughs> right. 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 But it's still something that moves slower. Well, and I can tell you that I recently had a salted fig caramel. I don't know where. I don't know if you gave it to me. It's one of those things I'm still addicted to. And my daughter is. And all we do is just cut up an apple. And yep. there's no yeah. silverware involved. There's, what, our there's, jars? There's, yes. Yeah. There's no, no, nothing yeah. else involved it, it except for the apple amazing. in the jar. Yeah. And we, we're not done until we're, we're licking our fingers because we've scooped out every ounce of that. And I hope you don't do that in one sitting. I actually did a couple weeks ago. 
Oh, I'm my I'm sure it was God. your daughter who ate most of it, though. Yeah. I could blame it on her <laughs> if you want. Oh, my goodness. That true. is insane. <laughs> so good. Was it the apple really like this big? Or no. Was it no. no. Was the size of a watermelon? You, you, <laughs> you need at least, you know, a two tablespoons on each little wedge of apple. That's funny. Did you guys get to walk the show at all? No. I've had a bit yes. of a walkabout, oh, so, but I've more gone, tomorrow. I've yeah. gone through all of the uh, South Hall. Okay. And eh, a few rows of the North Hall, which yeah. I'll finish out tomorrow. Tomorrow. But, Anything look real? I mean, you guys really have the pulse. You know, you're at two shows a year. Do you do New York? We do the we New do. York, yeah. And yeah. we also uh, and usually three do. shows. And the, uh, well, also the IFT, the Food Technology Show. Oh, usually, wow. And this year, mm-hmm. the International Baking Expo is coming to town once every three years in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, my September, goodness. Maybe. So that's so a lot. We've got a few on so the agenda. So what's the pulse? Uh, what um, Have you seen, you know, trending or see things i mean because there's every, a lot of cheese i don't it just seems like i seemed, mean every I year there's cheese but it seems like it's usually in that cheese alley but now it seems like it's it's more spread it's, out yeah, yeah yeah so there's a lot of cheese a lot of delicious spread out i like that <laughs> spread, spread. spread out. <laughs> again no pun intended she has no idea she's even doing it people a lot no. you know, and i think the bone broth is everywhere and it seems like a lot more organic beef is is right. definitely bubbling up or organic uh, not only beef but also pork products and chicken mm-hmm I don't know if you, nothing really resonates. No, I haven't seen anything in particular that I'd say jumps out at you and say, oh, mm-hmm. here's what's going on now. Take a closer look at it. I haven't Lots of that. grains, too. There's you know, yeah. a lot of different uses for grains and oat milk, which I hadn't seen before. So, mm-hmm. Did any, you see anything? A, any, have you? any edible products that are coming your way with um, the new laws on cannabis? Like, There's so many new manufacturers that are... You mean with figs involved with cannabis? Yeah. Not that Not we're yet. aware of. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe that's it. Opportunity. Might, <laughs> it might. Yeah. You don't ever know what's yeah. going to no, come around the corner. No, there's so much stuff out there. And, um, I mean, we lost a really amazing chocolate maker. I mean, made this lavender, what he called lavender crack. It was like a lavender toffee <laughs> in chocolate. Oh. And I mean, like totally, you can imagine. very addictive. (laughs) And, um, you know, beautiful, handcrafted, you know, high end, went out of business, ended up going to be an edible chocolatier, Mm -hmm. went to a different company. And so it's increasing. Absolutely. Well, we're still early in the game. It was a year ago that it was passed. So I I would expect in the next few years we're going to see a lot and especially as the federal laws intersect with the california laws so there's a little hesitancy i think to go in right and i think that especially because the fig is such a healthy product and especially where like the cbd oil you know or some of those things and people combining it and keeping it healthy but it's just a bizarre well it's a change whole new opportunity that new they, opportunity yeah, but yeah. also brings new challenges Absolutely. maybe at the natural products expo you'll see something I'm yeah, sure there will, much be. more so it than has, here. I yeah. would right. think so. Yeah. Right. Where, where is that? That's in Los Angeles? Anaheim. Anaheim. At the Anaheim March, Convention Center? March 7th, maybe? March 7th. It's a Wednesday right. through Saturday show this yeah. year. So. But that's a good one to yeah, come to. Yeah, one I, of these days yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's, it's a big venue. 
And, and the difference yeah. from here to there is that this is almost all food related. And when you head down to the Natural Products Expo, there's pet food, there's oh. nutraceuticals, yeah. supplements, equipment, garments. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Clothing, all kinds of stuff. Hemp, a oh, lot of hemp interesting. clothing. Interesting. A lot of hemp. Huh. And hemp's now legal. So I that know. Just this is farming. very exciting. Yeah. You're going to see is. a lot yeah. more of that um, in, the, in the next decade. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. Well, this was awesome. I mean, can never get enough fig love in my life. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're so um, delighted to have been invited to participate. Oh, oh my you. God. You were number one. You got the choice for the first oh, time uh, slot. We, that's uh, true. It's, yeah, it's, it's um, mutual. It's always been, every time we call been, on you or John to help us out with something, we yeah. are, you're always there. And it's yeah. just a, well, a mutual connected. love and respect uh, yeah. situation that we're yeah. in. I feel very fortunate. Me too. So um, you, Annalise, who is like super social um, marketing helper. Absolutely. She does a phenomenal job for us, getting us to getting the word out. There's several of the bloggers we did a dinner in September and uh, three of the bloggers stopped by our booth today. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. And Nick Sharma was one of our guests last oh. year, uh, the year before, and then mm-hmm. he's really taking off in the uh, food community also. So oh. we're getting a lot of, uh, uh, lots of bloggers that are interested mm-hmm. in the product also that are early adopters. Okay. Yeah. And where do people find you? Like the website is? Oh, you can find us at valleyfig.com and for all the social media events is our social media locations as well. So for Facebook, we're valleyfig.com, Instagram, uh, Pinterest. We have quite a presence on also. Oh, with yes, all actually recipes. you do. Yeah. 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 So that's Pinterest always a good place. Good. There's yeah. tweets that are sent out fairly regular. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, you guys do a very good job. Yeah, that's all due to yeah. Annalise. She yeah. does a phenomenal job. Did you guys yeah. see her sneak in and out? I did. Yes, mm-hmm. I yeah, did. She <laughs> and came in quietly she's and then she's she's retreated. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Um, yeah, and we did that fun video. Um, yeah, that yeah. was great. It was, yeah. yeah the got cooking a lot video. Of, we got, yeah. A, yeah, we still have that on our website. So. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we'd love to invite people to go because yeah. everybody wants to learn how to cook by watching videos now. So you don't yes. just want to have the static recipe it's show up. It's pretty interesting. And, yeah, and John was much more entertaining than the hands and pans that are out there for everybody <laughs> else. So John, so he could have had his own stand-up comedy show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's always a delight to work with. Uh-huh. He was right up there with our Iron Chef video. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, um, before we wrap up, how is the former president? Mike, Amy. Is he playing a lot of golf? Oh, he's doing really well. He's awesome. Busy. Busy. You know, it's one of those things. How did I ever do all this stuff when I was working? Yeah. You never want to go back. Um, then. He's still living on the golf so, course, so he has okay. his opportunities to yeah. go out there and still do yeah, it. I keep traveling. him engaged occasionally on Good. various that projects makes him and feel things. Very important. So you know? he's yeah. doing well. Yeah, he, he's good. definitely said, no, I don't want to go back to work full time. <laughs> <laughs> Retirement life is too good. Uh-huh. So, Well, you'd like so being the president, good. don't you? No, oh, I enjoy it. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I like any job. It has its ups and downs. Right. You know, I've Pressures got, um, and yeah, joys. I've got good staff. Yeah. So and yeah, there's and some a very, new staff. Very, but you also so. have a very loyal staff. Yeah, we've been going through a little of attrition, though. Yeah, you know, people happens. And so that happens. And when you're a small company, when you go through change, yeah, it can be a little disruptive. Yeah. So I totally get it. But it's like anything, right? You go through change, you endure it, you engage Mm -hmm. it, and then you get through it and you look behind it and go, "Eh, okay, maybe it wasn't so bad. Right. When you're in it, you don't think that. No, because the perception. Right. 
And it's just right. tough. I'm sure you run into the same thing. Tough to find people that. The, oh, it's the, getting the harder and harder. And harder. That's exactly yeah. right. More more it's yeah. harder and harder. Time, so. Harder yeah. and harder. I mean, yeah. and you know, well, anyway, yeah. that could be like five shows. Yeah, the way it could be. Yeah. Is. Isn't it funny though how it comes up in almost every show that we do? It does. Yeah. Everyone it does. is having the same experience. Well, yeah. we're in, you know, we're my yeah, neck of the farmers. woods. It's the unemployment rate yes. is one point nine percent, and it's just so hard to find people. Yeah, to, it's to it's show amazing. For work every day, right? And yeah, people if they don't feel like working, they don't have to work. They right. go get yeah. a job somewhere yep. else. And no that's deal. exactly what we see. Yeah. And yeah, people, it's amazing to me. We put, you know, if we have ads out, people will say they're coming for an interview and then they don't show show up. up. (laughs) It's like, why are you bothering? I think, frankly, that's one of our big, if not our biggest challenge. It's it's certainly right up there with the top two or three, just finding staff Staff. to operate our plant, hourly employees. Even the temp agencies can't provide personnel. No. Do you have a trade um, school? In the area, we have a fixed school. A fixed school. <laughs> we do have a fixed school. That's how. Oh, once do. a once <laughs> a year, there's a <laughs> there's a fixed school that goes I on. I want to go to fixed school. When you're, is you're fixed school? Uh, we, well, there's some pretty <laughs> stringent qualifications. Like what? <laughs> what? What? Do I qualify? Are no. You upright or? Uh, I better. I better. Uh-oh. I better clarify Uh-oh. this for you guys. <laughs> what happens at fig school is once a year, just before harvest. Uh, there's a fig school conducted by the um, uh, Dried Fruit Association, Safe Food Alliance, and they train people how to score figs, how oh. to look for defects in figs. Okay. So that, like, our quality control people go, their people go, and so they can learn how to evaluate and assess fig quality. Okay, I changed so my that's, mind. I don't want that's to what that is. School. A fig dropout already. <laughs> I, I, I can do that. <laughs> It's a pretty um, short course. <laughs> One day. I love it. You could add anyway. that after your title. It's on yeah. Amazing. We could give you, you, can, you can give you a certificate. You have a diploma. Yeah. You wow, go. you'll get a certificate. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> a diploma. So Make, if she's getting a certificate, she has to do the work. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't take a certificate. I want to see her working. up on a ladder doing yeah. some scoring. You don't want to see me on a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the workman's uh, comp again. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, can I offer one recipe on the way out for people if they have, um, I, for me, what I use figs for, I think the most at home is when I cook pork tenderloin. Mm-hmm. I love cooking the pork tenderloin while it's resting. I put some port wine and figs in the pan and just let it reduce and a little knob of butter in there. And mm-hmm. absolutely one of my favorite things on the planet. It seems to be like this perfect, uh, pairing. Um, figs and pork. I yeah, don't know I, why. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Bacon, yeah. bacon and yeah. figs are just a lovely Oh, bacon and, blue bacon and anything. anything. Pick it. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian, yeah. you mean figs and anything. Figs. <laughs> so if you don't want to get that detailed when you're cooking your pork, you could just take a jar of our apricot fig chutney, put it in a Ziploc bag, throw your pork in it, oh, marinate it for a couple hours, and then throw it on the grill. I think the last time I had a bottle, uh, a jar of the apricot chutney, I actually made pork tenderloin and sort of smothered it. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And it was really good. Yeah. Well, we already heard about these salted fig caramel story, so we right. can assume that there was a full jar used. I'm <laughs> into the Girl in the Fig products. I didn't realize how much. Yeah, no, I'm so grateful. Thank you um, for, I feel like I'm a sponsor of our own sole show. sole supporter of your company. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, well, this was fun. Thank, thank you. you both so much thank for joining you. us today. I appreciate you taking a little us. time out from the show. And oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. And uh, uh, this has been Sandra Bernstein and Brian Casey for The Bike Goes On. And we will look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you very much.